morning, everybody. It is Wednesday. Um, it looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. Uh, trying to think of anything. It's just been an interesting week. I just did a podcast for those of you who may want to listen to extra. I just did a podcast on some stuff that I'm going through right now. It's a little painful and um, it's something very spiritual that I think once people start recognizing what God is trying to do within us, we accept it with a little bit more faith and a little less resistance. I mean, it's hard for me and I know what God's trying to do for me and it's still hard. It's still painful. But in that, today's daily bread is called Dancing Before the Lord. And the verse of the day comes from Mark chapter 14, verse 4. Some of those present were saying indignantly to one another, Why this waste of perfume? Now, this was in reference to when Mary Magdalene used a very expensive bottle of oil or perfume to wash Jesus's feet and people scorned her. In fact, I believe one of the disciples scorned her because it was so expensive and it, and uh, they're like, why would you do that? And she also dried her ha- his hair with her feet. It was a beautiful, beautiful thing to be so moved to want to express yourself in love in such a way is such a a beautiful thing when you have felt moments of love like that loving another person you understand why she did it because she felt in such a such intense uh rush of love for jesus she just wanted to give it to him and people who um I'll get into that later. Anyway, that's why she did it. And people did laugh at her. And she still washed his feet and dried them with her hair. And it was a beautiful thing. And the story goes, a number of years ago, my wife and I visited a small church where during the worship service, a woman began to dance in the aisles. She was soon joined by others. Carol and I looked at one another and an unspoken agreement passed between us. Not me. We come from a church where traditions are, um, they're traditional. And this form of worship was well beyond our comfort zone. But if Mark's story of Mary's waste means anything at all, it suggests that our love for Jesus may express itself in ways that others find uncomfortable. A year's wages were involved in Mary's anointing. It was an unwise act that Im- invited the disciples scorn. It was the disciple who scorned her. And I believe it was the very one who betrayed Jesus. But don't quote me on that. I should have read up on it. The word Mark uses to describe the reaction means to uh, snort or suggest disdain or mockery. Kind of like, why would you waste that kind of perfume on washing somebody's feet? We walk on our feet. Um, Mary may have cringed, fearing Jesus' respond, but he commended her for her act of devotion and defended her against his own disciples. For Jesus saw the love that prompted her action, despite what some would consider impractical nature of it. He said, why are you bothering her? 
She has done a beautiful thing for me. And he meant that because what she did came from the heart. It came from something deeper, greater than herself. And she, you know, she submitted to it. She was obedient to the calling of, of doing this loving act. Oh, okay. The Holy Spirit is stirring something in me in this story. I know he is. So if I pause and I get gaspy, it's just because he's really stirring something up in me. So I don't know where this is going to go. It may not go anywhere, but I'm just a little off. Sorry. Different forms of worship, informal, formal, quiet, exuberant, reprensant, a sincere outpouring of love for Jesus. He is worthy of all worship that comes from a heart of love. Why do you think we are critical of unfamiliar forms of worship? How can we change our thoughts about a form of worship outside of our comfort zone? I bow before you, almighty God, and worship you now. You are worthy of the highest praise and adoration. Amen. Thank you, God. You know, I think the biggest thing when um, when she was scorned for washing his feet in this very expensive perfume, she was giving a part of her heart that only could be reached through by like something godly. I understand it. Like her heart was touched by Jesus in a way that only the Holy Spirit, God, Jesus himself could do touch somebody and because she that part of her was touched she spiritually was like I want to give this part of my heart in with this anointing like it was like it was like this feeling it wasn't just the act of washing his feet with this expensive perfume it was something deep spiritually that welled up in her that wanted to give him a gift spiritual love something that only you know something that can only be called upon by god like that can be opened up it's like we are flowers that are opening up to the love of god and there's a certain time where this love is open it's like wide open and you just want to give your beauty to the world this love which is love our beauty is our love you just want to give it and she wanted to give it to Jesus and so I understand how and why she did what she did the love that she felt for Jesus was so unconditional she didn't care what it cost she knew it was worth it because she wanted to give him this love that was deep inside of her that she knew if she gave it to him he would receive it and he wouldn't reject it now see the disciples that scorned at her they didn't understand this concept of love. They didn't understand that feeling. They didn't understand why she was doing it because they never felt that before. At the time, the Holy Spirit wasn't available to all of us. At that time, they were just following Jesus in faith, hope, and love. But they hadn't received the feeling of the Holy Spirit until after this. So for them, they didn't understand what was coming out. They didn't understand this love. They didn't understand this thing that she was trying to give. So for them, it was very, very foreign 
to experience unconditional love or even witness it to witness something so beautiful was a fearful thing like why would you do that it doesn't seem practical because they didn't understand it they mocked it they feared it they they went with human instinct which is i know better than you um you shouldn't do that you know so many times in my life i've had people feel like that about me why would you do that that's so stupid um i'll take for instance you know there was a moment in time i had to let go of a vehicle that no longer was a part of my life like it represented my past and it it represented the you know my addiction it was just such a negative thing and god was like i want to take this thing that's meant to be a car and i want you to let it go be a car and let it become something beautiful and this is what god does with the ugly things in our life see this car to me represented a very ugly part of me because i I've spent most of my addiction years driving this car, drinking in this car, having my ego in this car. How many times I got pulled over in this car? I hated this car now. God was like, "Let me take it and make it something beautiful in this world that it's meant to be." But you have to let it go. Submit to me, be obedient. And I did. I was just like, "Okay, God." You know, I didn't even second guess it. It was like this. It was so quick. People thought I was crazy. I have people call me stupid. What are you doing? You can you're broke, Christine. You don't even have an apartment. Sell that thing. What are you going to Why would you just give it away? That was stupid. I would have sold it. People who thought that they, you know, knew my purpose greater than me, but see they couldn't understand because they themselves didn't have a relationship with God. The only the people that had a, their own personal relationship with God understood where I was coming from. So the people who hadn't created a relationship with God didn't have their own direction with God. To them, the thing that God called me to do looked stupid. Was a a ridiculous thing, Christine. Why would you do that? You could have made money. But to me and to people who had a relationship with God understood that God called me to do something beautiful and I submitted and what a beautiful thing to submit in such an open way. So that's where the disciples came from. They didn't understand that God was calling her to do something so loving and he just opened up her heart and was just and she felt it and that and that's why doing the things God calls you to do comes with that love it opens something up in you that only God can open up in you no human man made thing could ever do what God can do to open you up with his love when you do the things he calls you to do and see he's touching up on me right now because i'm just going through this struggle of climbing over a wall uh in my life and and i'm i'm struggling moving forward because i'm dragging my feet and i'll explain so right now here's me and i have this wall and this wall is my past past hurts Okay. And here's God. God's love is on the other side. Okay. And here I am. 
past hurts. You know, here they are in this bag and I'm trying to climb over the wall, right? past hurts from from the stuff I witnessed as a child and this was this is in my podcast from earlier today you know the stuff that I, I I witnessed as a child through my relationships just all of that all those hurtful things of not trusting people because I don't trust people I'm struggling trusting God that I I don't have to see what's around the corner I just should know that God is there and he's like Christine let go of the bag of your past let go of it and I keep hanging on to it like no I don't trust because of this I keep hanging on to it and I go I don't trust because of this I'm making excuses and God's like you're not going to get over this wall until you let go of the bag and when I let go of the bag then I've conquered the wall it's such a crazy thing so right now God is calling me to move forward and he's calling me to do these things and he's, he's trying to love through me and I'm putting a, a block in it and I'm blocking like this out of fear, out of fear of what's around the corner. Like, God, I, I don't want to continue. Like, I, I'm scared. I'm scared. And that's a real thing. Like, I'm truly, truly a fearful person. There's been a lot of things in my life that I've had to overcome through God and I have to trust God in this next thing. Just as Mary trusted When God called her to do this very crazy, insane thing and love Jesus and give him this love. You know, she didn't hinder. She didn't let the scoffing stop her. She didn't care. She wiped his feet with her hair. And back then, I can imagine it wasn't so easy to wash your hair as it is nowadays. You know, back then you had to go find a lake. You had to go, like there wasn't shampoo and conditioner. You know, she wiped his feet with her hair and use this expensive perfume and that was doing some calling and following something and believing in something greater than herself and she knew doing it something better would be around the corner you know that perfume was just a thing and she didn't care because what she was getting that loving feeling she was feeling in the moment was greater than the feeling of having the actual perfume to herself. And that was the feeling that the disciples didn't understand because they themselves weren't feeling it. So when people scoff or they don't understand how people can do things in the name of God, that's because they themselves don't have that relationship with God yet. They've never experienced what God's love coming through your heart. And it's like this, it's like, God is just coming through and he opens you up like this is what it feels like. It opens your chest up like this and my heart gets like this big and it's just beating and there's just so much love and so much joy. And I can imagine that's what she felt like. It had to have been huge. It had to have been just miraculous. Oh, how beautiful, how beautiful to experience that. And I say it like that because I want everybody to experience that. And I'm going through this struggle right now, but it's not a struggle that I know will hinder me for life. God will see me through this and he is seeing me through this. It's just, it takes time. Good things take time. But for those of you that kind of don't understand that feeling, you're wondering, how do I get that feeling? You do it by creating a relationship with God. And sometimes that in itself can be hard because some people haven't been raised to create relationships 
form relationships, maintain relationships, have healthy relationships. All of our relationships have been toxic to toxic people, to toxic places, to toxic things. And when that's all you know, that's all you search for. So you have to search beyond that and you have to search in God. I can't help you. I can only give you my experience in life. I can't tell you per se the exact steps you need to take to create that relationship with God because you have to learn how to create that relationship with God yourself. You have to get begin with prayer. Begin by opening yourself up to him. You know, sometimes like forms of just very peaceful music. That's how I started. I started with guided meditation and then I started with just meditating music and that's just started the flow of conversation. It made it easier for me to relax in, in, in allowing God even near me because God's love is so strong. When he makes his presence known, it's sometimes for those who have never had a loving relationship, it can be fearful. It can be scary. It causes like, I wanted to run. I wanted to run away from God because I had never experienced love before. And now sometimes there'll be people he places in my life that I sometimes am like, I don't want in my life because I don't understand them. And because I don't understand them, I fear them. And that is human nature. When we don't understand something, we fear it. And when we fear it, we want to run away from it so we don't have to face it. And that's where I am right now. I fear what I can't see. I don't know what's on the other side of this wall, letting go and really just going through all these things. And it's a lot of things. Like it isn't just like let go of the bag. Like God's taking me through lessons every day that are just, they're, they're, it's stuff. And it's, it's stuff to help me trust in him and let go of what I think is right for me and know that what he's, you know, bringing me through is exactly what I need. And it's, be the same for you. Like when you start praying to God and he brings you through things, they're going to be so personal to you. They're going to be personal to your life. They're going to be personal to the things you've been through that nobody can ever tell you what is right for you. And this is one of the things I've learned through my journey with God. Nobody could ever tell me what's right or wrong for me in my life. And you know, just recently I've went through some things where I had a few people tell me, well, we kept this one thing from you because we thought it was better you didn't know. And it hindered me. It, that's my life you're meddling with. You are hindering me by keeping secrets and, and how do you know what I should and should not know? If it affects my life, I should know it. And for them, they didn't understand that, you know, I had this real secure relationship with God and he would see me through it in the right way. They wanted to, you know, do what they thought was best for my life because they thought they knew better in their human understanding. Instead of letting go to God, the things that need to be let go where it needs to go and trusting in the process, they wanted to manage things the way they thought was best. And that's wrong. 
That's wrong to to do that to other people. Just like if you were to, and I have a lot of people come into my message box. I've had to turn off Messenger because I'm not going to I'm not going to interfere with you having to go directly to God. I absolutely will not help people personally because I cannot help you communicate with God. I can only give you my experience and you have to do that on your own. So, so many people are like, they want help, they want this. And and I can't because I don't know what God is telling you. I could never know what God needs you to do to move forward in your life. So that is why for anybody, whoever wants to personal message me, whoever wants to turn to human understanding of how to with God and what God wants for you. Don't ever turn to human understanding. Turn directly to God. Turn directly to his word. And I can't say that enough. Like only God is going to know how to get you spiritually through things because he knows your beginning and he knows your end and he knows everything in between and he knows how to get you through it. He knows the steps you need to take. I don't know the steps you need to take. So... Anyway, I hope this inspires some people. You know, I'm going to challenge you to deepen your relationship with God. Not just pray for people, but actually speak to God. Like, this is, I'm going to take an example of how I talk to God. You know, today, God, I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't want, want to I don't want to take another step. I can't take another step. This is too painful. And he's like, you don't have to take another step. I'm going to carry you. You know I'll carry you. You just have to keep moving forward and keep doing those things. And I go, God, I don't want to do those things. I don't want to do these loving things. I don't want to eat. I just want to sleep. I don't want to do anything in my day. I don't want to do any of those things. I just have nothing left in me. And he goes, you just do those things and you'll have something. You'll have energy. But you have to trust me, Christine. I'm like, oh, here we go again. Or another conversation. It's just like yesterday I passed by these flowers. I'm like, God, these are the flowers again. You finally brought them. And he goes, yes, I want you to take a picture. And then he's like, oh. and then there's the sun. And he's like, see, I'm looking at you. And I'm like, it's so beautiful. I mean, it's like you speak to him, with him, because he is somebody you speak to him as you're creating a relationship as another person. And that's how you do it. You don't just go, I pray for this person. I pray for this person. I pray for this person. And then that's the end of your prayer. I mean, those prayers are okay. But prayer is actually communicating. Let God teach you how to communicate with him so you know how to communicate with others. You start opening up. And I tell him the deepest, darkest things. Like, God... I don't want to see this person anymore. I don't want to. There's just so much hurt there. Like, I know it's my fault, but I still have this unnecessary anger and hurt in me. I don't want to see them. I don't. I don't want to see them in my life ever, ever again. And he's just like, I understand, but you have to trust me. And I know it's best for you. And I'm just like, I know, I know, I know you know. And, I'm, and see, it's just... Like it's so much easier to communicate with God than it is with people. 
I'm gonna tell you right now, once you learn to communicate with God, it's so much easier. So I love you guys. God bless you. I challenge you to really speak to God. Really put that step forward and creating a relationship with Him and watch your life change.